Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and Van Davison. Love Talking today with guest Brad Hopp about developing friends in the gaps of ministry. Thanks, Gavin. This is Evelyn Davison, and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and we are thrilled to be here uh, on Love Talk today to talk to you about um, building bridges of love and, and leadership. And we're thrilled that uh, Mr. D is with us today. Hello, Mr. Hi there. D. Are you being sweet? I'm always sweet. That's the easiest way. You don't get in trouble that way. Uh, well, I stay in trouble. So well, the girls are out. They are finishing up their vacation. And uh, so in another week uh, or 10 days, uh, Kathy will be back. And so will Carrie. And we'll get on with uh, letting you play on Saturday when we're on the on the, on the program. Play in the show. Yeah. Well, we are in a series of living and loving and leading in we call the gaps of life. And a gap is a space that's not filled or a space that has been overfilled. And um, we're talking, we've been talking about how important it is to know that even in generation gaps, uh, times change. And we are in a time. I was born in the, mm, the ten, uh, 1925 to 1945 period. You remember that? No, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, and so the the name or the description for that period of time was silence, mm. and that was brought on by the billboards and you know with Uncle Sam saying keep your mouth shut, you know, because we were in a big war. And um, so it, when you look back on generations, um, each one does have a new mission usually in life, and so to children, talk, children then only spoke when they were spoken to. Yeah. And hid out in the closet, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's us uh, look at our scripture for today, uh, Van. What is it? Our what, what is our scripture for today? Our what for today? Scripture. Exodus. Oh, sorry Exodus about that. 26. I, I didn't understand you. Oh, yeah, I understand. Oh, our scripture is, I am showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. That's Exodus 26. He's showing his love even in the hard times, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Even in the hard times. And we're going through some of those today in a miracle. And it's, it's, but you know, God, when he talks about the importance of individual generations, uh, he talks about 150 times in the Word. He mentions the existence and the importance of individual. And, um, God numbers the generations, and we had that chart a couple of weeks ago on Love Talk. If you'd like to have that, if you just go to, uh, and give us a call at, on the Love Line, 512-249-6535. We'll be happy to send you a copy on, on the web. But we do have a very special guest in the studio with us today, Van. How about introducing our friend? Okay, we got Brad Hobb with us, and uh, Brad's on staff of CRU, Campus Crusade for Christ. Um, he came uh, came to faith while in college in Illinois. Uh, joined the CRU staff in 1985. Is that right? Uh, did I get that right? That's uh, correct, uh, Brad. And uh, been there 12 years. And uh, uh, tell us about your family, Brad. Well, I have a wife uh, named Anya. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, three girls, so uh-huh. I tell people I'm a minority in a sorority. <laughs> oh, that is a good one. My, How did uh, you meet her? Uh, well, that's a, yeah, do you want the Reader's Digest version of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I came to faith through a uh, crew at the University of Illinois as a, a college student, and um, God burdened my heart for the world uh, soon after. And so I met Anya, actually, uh, on an overseas, uh, a year-long mission trip. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing, she's from Ukraine, uh, was studying in Moscow. Uh, it's a story of how God's plans are not our plans, because I had no intention of being involved in a cross-cultural relationship, but... And it took a while for God to hit me outside the head, but uh, <laughs> but he uh, he, woke he, he up, had brother. a better plan for me, and so uh, yeah, Anya and I got married uh, three years after we first met uh, in Moscow, Russia. Actually, was and what were we you doing married. there? Uh, I was doing mission work. We, um, you know, there, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. I was on staff at UC Berkeley with Crew uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, um, and uh, and I went to. Yugoslavia for a summer in 1988, and I went from uh, Berkeley, uh, where I was on staff, where students had every opportunity to hear the gospel but were not very interested, right. to Yugoslavia, where they had little or no opportunity to hear the gospel, but they were incredibly interested. Really? And so God really gripped my heart to say, I need to invest more of my time in places where they haven't had that same opportunity that I had uh, as a college student at University of Illinois. Um, and so... When the doors opened up to the former Soviet Union, uh, I led a team to Moscow, Russia, and that's where Anya and I uh, first met. And she was doing what? Well, she had come to faith the year before through Josh McDowell yeah. testimony at Moscow State University. Really? And she's got an amazing testimony. You might want to have her into the I'd love to do that. Sometimes. We love but to she's talk. She's much more fun. I'm I'm known as Anya's husband or you know my daughter's <laughs> my daughter's dad. Not like me, I'm always introduced as Mr. Evelyn. But at least you're watch it. I called <laughs> you Mr. D today. <laughs> but at least you're sweet, right? <laughs> Uh, and so we, uh, yeah, we met. Uh, she was involved with the crew ministry uh-huh. um, in in Moscow. I was leading the uh, team on another campus, and um, and we, the way we met is she translated for me at our first uh, fall conference for oh. students. We had about a, I don't know, maybe nine hundred students come from all over the former Soviet Union to this conference, and. Uh, she was my translator for one of the sessions I was leading. That's how we first met. And then she and her friend Luda were kind of the most mature believers. They were, they were a year old in the Lord, but the most mature really? Bible-believing uh, Christians that we knew. And so they did a lot of the translating. And Anya and I helped facilitate, um, kind of lead the church service that, that we ended up kind of planning a church there through our student ministry. Um, and she and I, you know, she would translate for me for the services. How long were you there before you came back to the States? I was there 11 years. I went one year at a time. I thought a year is a big, big commitment. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, our team actually was, this will give context, our team was delayed going to Moscow because of the failed coup attempt on Gorbachev. Yeah. Uh, so it was a kind of a, a really tumultuous time in history of, of the Soviet Union. And then we were there. I So I went for a year, but we saw unbelievable ministry happening. I mean, Students coming to faith, they would bring their cousins and classmates mm-hmm. and even you know parents and um, and we just it was a time of real spiritual uh, curiosity and I'd say hunger because the walls fell down, uh, the Soviet flag was replaced by the flag of the Russian Federation, oh. so, and then they had another coup attempt on the Russian White House and if you remember that's when Yeltsin he saw, saw pictures of Yeltsin coming to power standing on the tanks and. 
So mm-hmm. it's a crazy time to have tanks rolling down the, the street firing mm-hmm. on the White House. And, and uh, so history was really being written in those days. But for ministry, it was just a, a wide open door, and we saw a great deal of fruit uh, through our campus ministry uh, in the early 90s. And I ended up staying for uh, 11 years. 11 years. Why did you come back to America? Well, it wasn't our choice, but it was God's sovereign choice. Uh, our first daughter, our three girls have Russian names, so Anastasia, uh, Stasia is our first. And then when Anya was due with our second, uh, we were um, planning to have her born in Russia, but we had a, an ultrasound, and we were told that um, she had no brain development. Oh. And so that she had little or no chance of survival, but we wanted to give her the best chance of survival. So we got on a plane to the U.S., and that next day had an appointment and we were told that her chances of survival were excellent but she would likely have some severe disabilities and so that's uh, you know God used her birth to bring us back to the states I, I do want to say one thing though God's grace was so real to us in that time mm-hmm. of you know shock and and um, you know challenge that um, we had picked other names but we thought we need to give a name that signifies kind of what God was doing in our lives in this time. And so her name is Victoria Grace, uh, a symbol of God's victorious grace in Mm -hmm. carrying us through that time. And she is a huge blessing uh, to us and has far surpassed any of the initial uh, prognosis for development. So what is she doing today? My wife or my daughter? Your daughter. (laughs) She is 15. Uh, She goes to school. Um, she volunteers at church. Uh-huh. Um, she How loves exciting. to bake. She's the mo- one of the most social people that you'd ever meet. She loves Great. meeting new people, and she loves a party. Uh, uh-huh. So she, you know, she's got some developmental delays, but she's in. Uh, you know, she's oh. next year she'll be going to high school. So I've got a, a one daughter going off to college. Uh, Vika's going to uh, high school, and my third daughter is going to be an eighth grader. You know, when you look back on how God moves into your life through your children, we just this week, um, our only granddaughter uh, had twins. Yesterday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a boy and a girl, mm-hmm. and she named the boy Levi, and the girl she named Holly. Uh-huh. Uh, they have a little girl that's about three years old, and they named her Crossland. Huh. And so they they are so focused on what God has to say to them every day. They wanted those names to mean something just like you did. Mm. That's important, don't you think, Brad? Yeah, I do. I do. Our oldest is Anastasia, which means resurrection in, in Greek. And then our our youngest is Katerina, uh, Katya. And uh, we, or she's Katerina Joy, which stands for pure joy. So, In mm. uh, about 30 seconds, tell me how you're childhood went you know i was raised um in a a non-believing home my mom Uh was raised jewish dad protestant but they kind of bailed on their faith uh, or any kind of religion and kind of left it up to us but i is my me and my sister and so grew up uh in illinois the good old midwest which i'm happy Uh for and um i you know i'd say it was a good childhood but um you know my dad now who later came to faith um, wishes he had raised us, you know, with mm. with a faith. And I'm like, Dad, God is sovereign, and He used my circumstances uh-huh. in in a way that has impacted me and allows me to minister to other people who maybe come from a similar you know, background. That is so true, uh, Brad. And we, we don't 
really fully understand that. I grew up in an unbelieving home. My dad was drafted into the CBs during World War II, and we we lived in just terror because, mm. you know, we didn't have any hope. Yeah. But it was a high school, I mean, it was a junior high teacher that read me to the Lord. And, you know, through the years, it, it has uh, multiplied my desire to, you know, uh, share the good news of Christ, and I know that's what crew does. It's time for us to take a little break. Let's do that, Gavin. We come back. I want us to talk about um, what God uh, is doing in your international experience in missions today and how he, we've gotten to the point where we are in Austin. Right after this, stay with us for love. inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better Better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Thank you, Gavin, and thank you to all of you wonderful sponsors who make it possible for us to be here every Saturday. And in just a few weeks, we'll be celebrating what, honey? 34 years. Yeah, but we just celebrated 67 years. Of get what? Of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that genius. You don't remember? Yeah. Tell us who we have in studio today. Well, uh, we've got Brad Hobb. Uh-huh. And uh, he's with uh, Campus Crusade and. And uh, tell us about his family and and uh, about Russia, and we're just really enjoying it. You know, uh, Brad, welcome. Uh, we just are so excited about 
uh, what God's doing across this universe. And, you know, we think of Russia so often as being the enemy. And and I know that God has, he loves those people. He has plans for them. And, you know, um, give us an example of an international experience uh, during that time or, or, you know, later of how how important it is that we have a witness to mm-hmm. those that basically come from cultures that, that are not uh, not religious, not, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, when I first went to uh, Moscow in 1991, um, that was, you know, the wall was kind of crumbling and, and um, the Soviet Union was kind of falling apart as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, But God was opening uh, tremendous doors for us. And we met some students uh, who were from... Uh, Moscow State Technical University, and it's basically where Russia had based their space and weapons technology development. Um, so it was a major miracle that we even had contact with them, and then God gave us favor with the head of the student body. Uh, it's like a student union almost. They were like a worker group, workers' union of students, and um, and we got passes onto the university campus, which is has had a fence around it with armed guards. Mm. Um, we got permission to sur- do a spiritual interest survey of the whole freshman class, which that was unbelievable. Some of the atheist professors weren't very fond of that um, yeah. idea. But, uh, well, I know. <laughs> but Kinda we had, we had an official paper and stamp and permission from the you know, the student body president, and, uh, and that was phenomenal. And there was a, one event that we had, too, is um, – we were offering some uh, food help. To, we asked the university, how can we bless your students? Mm-hmm. And they said, well, in the winter months, you know, food can be a little bit scarce in those you know, early 90s. And, um, and they said our students are having a hard time making it. So we made, through Josh McDowell's generosity and mm-hmm. through Samaritan's Purse, uh, Franklin Graham's, um, we got 800 boxes of food delivered to uh, that university. Mm-hmm. And we invited... The married students were having the hardest time, uh, and so we invited the married students to come and receive a box of food just, you know, to, to help them out, to serve them. And that was going to be at 8 o'clock at one night, but we said, if you're interested in the spiritual food that Jesus offers, come at 7. You don't have to come at 7 to get your box at 8, but if you'd like to, we'd love to have you come. At 7 o'clock, the auditorium of 800 was filled. Uh, and so, and we shared a story of uh, the paralytic who was, you know, uh, yes. let through the roof. And Jesus said, your sins are forgiven. They said, hey, we came for healing. And he said, well, so that you know that I have the power to forgive sin, you know, uh, take up your pallet and walk. So he met the physical need, but more importantly, he met the spiritual need of that individual. And so that was what we were doing that night is we wanted to help them physically, but we really were more concerned about their eternal destiny. And we just saw many students. One guy, uh, Zhenya, is a dear friend now. Uh, we stay in touch, fortunately, through Facebook. And um, and he came to faith through, uh, we had university professors from America come and speak at that university. He was interested. Uh, he came and ended up uh, coming to faith. Um, I began discipling him, and then he joined staff and met his, and one of the other students involved with the our student group, uh, who also came to faith in that time, they got married, came on staff together, and served with uh, New Life, is what it's called uh, mm-hmm. in Russia. 
So that was really an exciting time to see. It just radically changed lives of many, many, many students. You know, when you have a background of seeing God move in that particular arena, it just builds uh, more and more stair steps to heaven to be able to touch the heart of God when when things are not going well. And we look at our nation today, Brad, and we're in serious trouble. Mm-hmm. We are in trouble. And we really do need to open our eyes to see and our ears to hear what God has to say about serving in the hard places like you've done in your lifetime. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, let's just shift gears a little bit and come sure. to Austin. Yes. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, crew is the same as Campus Crusade. Is that yeah? Right? I did want to clarify that uh, a number of years ago, uh, crew was the Campus Crusade took the name of crew uh, in the United States, not not globally, but for okay. the United States ministry. Uh, partly because Campus didn't really describe all of the ministry of crew because there's many different ministries mm-hmm. under the umbrella of crew. And then uh, the word crusade doesn't necessarily have a very – it sometimes was a conversation stopper, not a conversation yeah. starter. Yeah. And if our heart is to connect with people, lost people, and share the good news, we wanted to remove any barriers. So uh-huh. uh, crew became the name of, you know, Camps Crusade in the, in the United States. You know, it is uh, um, so encouraging to us. Through the years, we've worked very closely with Campus Crusade. Back when Alan Nagel first came to sure. town, uh, we were establishing prayer groups and prayed all over town. Um, uh, we we had some really good instruction even before Alan came, and we put up billboards across the city that said, "I have I found, found it." it yeah. <laughs> And it was unbelievable the number of phone Mm. calls we got. People, you know, we look at Russia and think how bad they are. But, you know, our nation's in serious trouble, Brad. And we need to be more like you out there in in the hard places of life and and sharing the good news. So uh, something exciting is getting ready to happen in Austin. So let's talk about it. What is is, um, Crew City in Austin? Well, Crew City is a a ministry that seeks to connect uh, people to Jesus and help develop spiritual leaders uh, who can impact Austin and beyond. And so we do that through Bible study groups, through one-on-one mentoring. We have training opportunities, training people how to share their their faith uh, effectively. Uh, We have outreaches as well um, on different topics where people can invite their their neighbors or coworkers uh, to come and hear a message. Um, we also have mission trips that are inc- life-changing for the folks that have, have been on them. Mm-hmm. So we basically are a resource to the body of Christ, helping people uh, connect to Jesus and, and become spiritual leaders. Well, we're excited about that. Uh, Van, you had a question about Well, I was wondering, what, what is Thank Week? Yeah, think Austin Think Week. Um, I'll, I'll give a little background about um, a couple years ago uh, that, Ravi Zacharias, uh, International Ministries, you may be familiar with. Uh, he's a, a well-known worldwide apologist. Mm-hmm. He's South Asian Indian. And he has a ministry that has a team of speakers all, all over the world. There's a U.S. team and a European team and Asian team. And they are excellent and well-trained at presenting topics uh, from a Christian worldview 
and then engaging the audience with the question and answer after. And so they been, had been coming to Austin doing a few events, but a couple of years ago they came and asked if we would partner with them. And I said, well, do you mean promote events or do you mean really partner? And they said, we want to partner. And so we got under the rock with them and linked arms and began to, through our crew network, began to engage with folks and set up venues all over town. And we had eight weeks, and in eight weeks we saw 30 events set up from at the university, uh, some in churches, some in pubs and breweries, uh, mm-hmm. some um, in businesses, and, and some in backyards. And so all over the city in different contexts, we had these speakers from Ravi Zacharias, RZIM we call it for short, uh, come in and, and address people. And our goal was to get the gospel message to seekers and, and skeptics for those you know primarily outside the church. Uh, although RZIM does, they have a, a motto of, Helping the thinker believe and the believer think. Oh, which yeah. Which I, I, really, I really like that. Mm-hmm. And so we needed a name for this event, and we came up with Austin Think Week. Well, there was so much buzz about it, and, and so many people, about 2,500 people were impacted through this event mm-hmm. that RZIM said, we, we'd love to do this again. They, don't, they, don't, they only come if they're invited. And yes. we said, we would love to have you come back. And so this fall, uh, September 30th to October 6th, we're having Austin Think Week 2018, and um, and again we're 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 ahead of the game since we had more than eight weeks to plan, mm-hmm. and we're just seeing some amazing things uh, set up as far as different venues mm-hmm. uh, around town. When you look at an opportunity like that, it just gets bigger and bigger in your heart as the Lord begins to bless it. How many how many people do you have that are involved locally in crew in in preparing for Think Think Austin. Yeah, you know, our crew team is involved. We have a team of um, six full-time and two part-time people on staff with crew. And then we have a a planning design team, and there's eight of us uh, involved with that, a couple of our crew staff, but people from other churches and and Mm -hmm. other uh, spiritual leaders because we realized this is way bigger. It's kind of before it was a handful, and now... It's it's bigger, and we're better connected with some of the churches and getting them on board mm-hmm. early on to help get get under the rock. So we had a couple vision planning times open to people to come to hear about it, and and basically where we said we're looking for people that would be willing to host events mm-hmm. and and to reach your sphere of influence. And so we're we're already getting close to where where we're getting pretty full might even need to invite another there's five speakers coming right now oh uh, might even need to invite another one or two if if god continues to open doors when did you do this in austin previously it was uh in early april of 2017 was the first austin think week and we did that where uh it was i mean all over town there was no we went i went to one of them at austin baptist Uh church yeah and so I, you know, I'm very familiar with it. When we come back, we want to talk about what that ministry breaks down to be. And Van's got a little story for us. So stay tuned and hear from some of our good sponsors. And we'll be back with Love Talk right after this. Hi, this is John Cotner. And you know, we all can use some happiness, some hope, humor in our lives. I'm talking about the Good News Journal published by Evelyn Davison. 
Well, the Good News Journal is free, and you can pick it up at locations across Central Texas like HEB, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches, and it comes out every three months. Now, advertisers and writers interested in having an article published should call 512-249-6535. The Good News Journal, providing good news for the greater Austin and surrounding areas for 23 years. And now with more than 66,000 in circulation. Go to goodnewsjournal.net. That's goodnewsjournal.net. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud Proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Welcome back to Love Talk. Evelyn and I are visiting with... Brad Hobb of uh, Campus Crusade. We're just having a good time here, finding out things about Russia that we didn't know. Um, Brad has uh, been telling us about uh, uh, Thank Week, and uh, Ravi Zacharias' team is going to be coming to Austin for that. And uh, <laughs> I had a little uh, encounter with Ravi Zacharias a few years ago. We uh, wanted him to come to the National Day of Prayer Governor's Prayer Breakfast. And um, a friend of mine, uh, Greg Johnson, who runs Standing Together in Utah, uh, where they minister to Mormons, he had an inn with the Mormons and got Ravi Zacharias into the Mormon Tabernacle to speak. And uh, he invited me to come up, and uh, uh, it, it was amazing he, because he was the first evangelical that had spoken in the Mormon tabernacle since 1890-something. And uh, and the place was packed with Mormons. They were interested. And uh, But anyway, uh, after this deal, we uh, were over to the hotel, and there was a lot of people over there, and everybody wanted to visit with Ravi and talk to him. And, and uh, I was trying to get to him to ask him if he could come to Austin for the governor's prayer breakfast the next year. and uh, But I never could get to talk to him. So I saw him go in the restroom, <laughs> and I followed him in there. And urinal to urinal, we talked about him coming to Austin for the governor's prayer breakfast. And he said, I uh, wanted to know when it was, and I told him, and he said, you know, I think I can work that out. And he said, I'll let you know as soon as I get back. 
So do you have very many of your strategic meetings in the men's bathroom? No, I, most of the time I didn't have meetings in the men's bathroom. But that, that was the only way I could figure out to talk to him right. because there were so many people wanting to talk to him. But well, uh, anyway, long story short, he did come to Austin mm-hmm. for the governor's prayer breakfast, and we thoroughly enjoyed him. It, it was a huge event mm-hmm. and did a couple of other things. You know, he... Um, he was a young man in a foreign country that uh, the Lord just raised up in a very miraculous way uh, from a, a culture that just totally rejects uh, the Lordship of Jesus. Um, and through the years, God has really blessed him. He's been a good mm-hmm. friend to our ministry, and we love him. And I, I'm just really excited about Think Austin. I want to talk a little bit more about that, mm-hmm. Brad. Uh, we basically, get, first of all, where is it going to be, mm-hmm. and and how can people get in touch with you in case they need to go? Yeah, well, the the best way, you know, in today's technology to connect with Austin Think Week is to go to the website, and it's actually the website is thinkweekaustin dot com, uh, and then also um, you could uh, visit us on Facebook at. Um, Austin, at, at Austin Think Week or on an Instagram at Austin Think Week. Uh, so those are three kind of social media ways mm-hmm. to get in touch. And on the website, there's a list of um, the dates, the details, the, the speakers, and then there's a, a events tab. And if you click on that, there will be – we're having probably be about 30 events that week. Maybe half of them might be private events that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily open to the public. And then half of them will be public events. I'm hoping that we have at least two public events that people could take advantage of every day. And so there will be a link for those public events. They can click on it, and it will take them to an Eventbrite page where they can register. For really all the events, there's no cost to them um, unless we may have something at, at some If there's a lunch to purchase, yeah. there, there may be a cost, but there's no cost for the event That is itself. an amazing opportunity, Brad. Yeah. It is. We're, we're, I'm so excited because last year, you know, I was really connected with the different speakers, and we had some great topics, um, some of them, and, and really kind of intriguing topics. We wanted them to be a little bit controversial and also appealing to, to seekers and skeptics because that's really why they're coming. We will have a couple of training and apologetic uh, events, but the, the really the focus of the time is to – present opportunities for people to bring their, you know, uh, non-believing, not yet Christian neighbors and coworkers and friends and family to hear these messages. And some of the more popular ones are is the, about the problem of evil and suffering and the goodness of God. Is the God of the Bible sexist? That was a really Woo. popular one. Woo. Um, <laughs> I can understand. In some of the businesses, uh, the topic of, you know, integrity and uh, success, what is true success are popular topics. Um, there's one on is social media making us lonely uh, there's vital signs signs of life in today's culture this is another one we did hypocrisy in Christianity mm. um, and there's many many more really interesting topics about relationships kind of the the big questions that people are really asking um, it's interesting Evelyn we have a uh, crew has, has piloted a, a website a web-based strategy called everyperson.com and um, it's it's a website where they have articles and some videos about, you know, God's existence, about relationships, about meaning and purpose, the 
the deeper questions that people are asking, and they have articles, and then there's a the gospel is presented, and then people can either ask questions, say, uh, you know, I I received Christ, I want to you know learn and grow, uh, or I'd like somebody to you know to connect with me, and and we also have a Facebook page for every person, and it's amazing. You you read the comments, we post articles, and then you read the comments of people that are many are angry. Uh, many are hurting, and, and a whole lot are searching. And so we're able to engage with con- and them on online conversations about just where they're at and, and provide other resources uh, to help them in their spiritual journey. Well, you know, when you look at the big picture, um, the churches that support ministries like this are the ones that God begins to use. What churches are going to be? Where are some of the places that the activities to be going on yeah well um and and to be honest with you we haven't really targeted doing events in and through the churches although we want the churches involved yeah that are you know wanting to to invite you know impact their neighborhood but we are having a couple uh training events on august 25th and 26th uh on the 25th is a saturday and that we're having a training equipping and kind of vision building for Austin Think Week, which is five weeks before the event. And on Saturday, uh, that training is going to be at Hillcrest Baptist Uh in North Austin. And then on Sunday, it'll be at Bannockburn uh, Baptist Church. In South. Yeah. Now, who who will this training be for? um, It's really, it's, well, it's for, it's citywide. So it's for anybody that would be interested. So it's not just for people that are already engaged with Austin Think Week. But it is kind of in preparation for Austin Think Week, and so it'll have some training. And there will be a talk on conversational apologetics by one of the RZIM speakers. Uh, we'll have good Q&A, but then we'll also have some training on um, how to engage with your neighbor, how to ask good questions, mm-hmm. um, how to uh, to share. You know, we talk about sharing maybe a, a three-minute testimony. We're going to talk about how do you share a three-sentence testimony, oh. um, and how do you basically serve and ask questions and come alongside people to that opens the doors for spiritual conversations that's that's really the goal and then yeah, so we know, have, that's really hard and and i'm i'm really interested in that because you know uh, our preacher is always uh, putting it on us to contact our neighbors mm-hmm. and get to know our neighbors and uh, and try to lead our neighbors to Christ if they're not uh, part of that situation. And it's tough. It is. Uh, when, whenever you're approaching somebody that you don't know, you don't know where they came from, you don't know the background, how they grew up, uh, whether they were in a Christian home or whatever, mm-hmm. and just getting started. Yeah. Real job. Yeah, one of the resources we'll have at, at that training in a, a book called God Space by a, a friend of mine, Doug Pollock. He has 99 questions, which is just good, not that you're going to memorize them, but it gives you an idea. Oh, yeah, I could ask that one. So you can kind of pick your favorites yeah. that would be most helpful in engaging your neighbors or, or coworkers. So yeah. we're excited about that that training that's coming up. One of the questions I like to ask is, what do you believe about Easter? Mm-hmm. Holidays are a great avenue. We use that overseas quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, what do you believe about Easter? They'll tell you all about the Easter bunny then. Yeah, well, that's what I want to know. <laughs> and I'll, then I'll tell them about the Easter honey, not the Easter bunny. <laughs> you know, right when we look at this, um, how 
as important is it in our day uh, for us to really train, get trained for this, for the time that we, in which we're living right now? Mm, yeah, my, you know, my wife speaks a lot about this, talking about maybe even the end times yeah. uh, and how challenging that will be for people of, of faith and that we, we need to get rooted and grounded now. Uh, so I think it's tremendously important, one, for our own you know, future to be grounded in biblical truth uh, mm-hmm. so that we have a solid foundation and, and so that we're able also to pass that on to other people, uh, that it, it becomes more natural. Our, our desire within CREW is to train people so that evangelism isn't seen as, as so much an event and people aren't really seen as projects, but they're seen as, as neighbors. And we're on a journey together mm-hmm. and we can come alongside them and help uh, point them uh, to the gospel if if we're trained and equipped in how to do that effectively. You know, it's it's amazing that we do so little of that uh, in the everyday life. Um, I I try really hard to engage one on one with people just wherever I am, and one of the things I do real often is when if somebody opens the door for me, I'd say. Thank you very much. Your grandma will be proud of you. <laughs> Have you got a grandma? <laughs> you know, it, you've got to do something to bring it to the moment that they, they're they interested in what you have to say. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard. Uh, sometimes it's not hard. You know, uh, one Sunday, I guess it was on an Easter Sunday, we were out in our yard picking up trash. That we are on a, a square on the corner. And a, a guy pulled up, and he... Uh, he was crying. Hmm. And Van said, you know, went over and they talked and talked and talked. And I was a little bit concerned and, and because it went on 30 minutes. And so finally, uh, Van finished up the conversation. I said, what was that all about? He said, well, he had been over to Trey Kent's church. And uh, it was an Easter Sunday. And he was scared to death to go in. Hmm. Now, that's a question It's kind of hard to answer. When we come back, we want to talk about Think Austin. How important is it for us in this city to be trained to do what it is that Jesus Christ himself did? Right after this. Hi, this is Steve Washburn. Pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. 
If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellis and Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellis and Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellis and Salazar for over 55 years. Ellis and Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And new Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. Gavin, and thanks again to all of our wonderful sponsors, Mr. Davison, that make it possible for us to be here and where you don't have to dig into your pocket so often, right? That's right. Yeah. I, I have to get out and sell advertising so we don't have to do that. What do we got coming up with the Good News Journal? Uh, September, October? Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just about to get on the press uh-huh. uh, here in a few days. And uh, it's going to be an exciting issue. And uh, we got some exciting people helping us with the Good News Journal. Uh-huh. Because our, our, um, our staff is all non-paid, <laughs> and, uh, they, but they work hard. Yeah. And do. we do have a good time with yeah. it. Well, if you uh, want a copy of the Good News Journal, it's, you can pick up any of the 38 38 H-E-B stores in their free rack. And and if you don't find it there when you first go, they deliver it. The the friends that we got that deliver that deliver it on Mondays and Fridays. Mondays and Fridays. So if there's not a paper there, there will be one there in a few days. And also, if they want to be a part of it, what can they do? Call you at what? A part of what? Making it possible for us to put it in 38 (laughs) <laughs> they can call me yeah. uh, at uh, 512-249-6535. Well, it's exciting that we have the opportunity to cover this city and all the way down to Bastrop, back all the way up all of Port Hood, Camp Bay, with the good news that Jesus Christ is he is the love of life. And we're growing. We, we've, we have gone up 8,000 papers in the last year. Mm-hmm. Eight thousand. We'll be knocking on seventy thousand. Is that right? But, uh, yes. Circulation. That's big time stuff. Okay. Well, we're talking big time today about what's going on in Austin with our friend Brad, and um, Brad. We we know that um, people hear about things that are coming, but they don't fully understand sometimes, and and they think, yeah, maybe I'd like to do that. Give us the big picture of what. Uh, Austin Think Week is. It's going to be a whole week. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Sunday, Sunday through Saturday, September 30th through October 6th. And um, there will be a lot of events all around town that you can find out about you know, on the website, uh, thinkweekaustin.com. 
and uh, there, we'll have them up. And we've got some events at a pub in Cedar Park and downtown, and uh, we're looking to do something at the Headliners Club and um, and and all around. So we're we're excited about those events, and we're hoping that people will get on the website and look at the events, find one that they are interested in that'll list the topic, and they'll say, "Hey, I would," you know. And at, at our training, we're going to have people brainstorm who are 10 people that you'd like to see come because what we don't want to see happen is to have a Christ follower come to an event and hear this wonderful talk and great Q&A and think oh I wish I would have brought so and so so uh, you can on the rzim.org site you can hear some of the you know the speakers and the talks uh, and and kind of get a feel for okay this is a top notch event and I can feel confident in inviting people to come so it's going to be basically what? Give us a bottom line. Yeah, it's uh, basically we are trusting that God is going to launch thousands, tens of thousands of conversations, uh, spiritual conversations as a result of this week. That the 30 events or, or more that will happen around town uh, will really capture people's hearts and, uh, and that they'll want to engage further with us. Every event, every host that we're it's everybody's hosting event. We're asking them to plan. Okay, what's your plan to follow up on any interest that there That's is what after this? And so a lot of them will be planning, you know, either to contact people or maybe hey, a week from today we're going to have for those that are interested in continuing the conversation, come to this place at this time. We'd love to continue the conversation. So we really want people that it's not just a one-off. We want this to to be building uh, momentum for sure. How would you um, explain the impact that this has on the life of an unbeliever? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think, you know, when I, um, a lot of unbelievers have misconceptions about God uh, and about Christianity and about faith. And, and frankly, um, you know, some people, I mean, honest, to be honest, have been hurt by the church. Uh, or by somebody who you know has claims the name of a Christian, mm-hmm. and so they but they sometimes will throw the baby out with the bathwater, and uh, and what I like to encourage people to do is focus on who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my search for God, it was all about who Jesus is, what he claimed, uh, evidence for the resurrection. I mean, those were really powerful things for me, and so I really encourage people to you know read the Gospel of John or, or mm-hmm. look at the person of Jesus. And, and make a decision. There's lots of questions out there that will be dealt with during Austin Think Week, but I'm hoping that people come to two central questions: is who is Jesus, and what difference does that make for me? And they'll realize that they have a decision that they can make, uh, and that the Christian worldview answers the heart's deepest longings, um, and that they'll they'll kind of hear that how the Christian worldview and how the Bible and how God's Word connects to these different topics in ways where they feel like, wow, this is, this is interesting. I need to think more or explore more about, about these topics and about this, this faith in God. You know, when you look at it from the, from the big picture and, and you see what's happening across this nation, uh, in the years that Campus Crusade has been operative, uh, there has been a major impact in the lives of not just young people, but in even in in grandfathers and uh, my dad was 70 years old when he came to know the reality of the love of Jesus mm-hmm. and i you know i had i came to know him when 
My dad was in World War II, and uh, it, the Lord just became so real to me because I, I walked in fear. And when you look out there at the civilization that we have in America today, we are walking in terror and fear. Mm. You know, it's just there. And so what what Christ does, and, and basically that's the answer to the Easter thing, he brings peace. Mm-hmm. What else does he bring? Uh, I think it brings hope for the okay. future. We the don't, thrill of hope, yeah. yes. Um, you know, a lot of times we just live in the moment. And uh, I, I hear, I love the statement that people spend more time planning for a week vacation than they do about their eternal destiny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's something, if, if, if what the Bible says is true, if, if Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through him, it's worth every investment of time to find out, is, is it real? And so that's what we're hoping you know, to do through Austin Think Week, that people feel like, okay, if this is true, it, it changes everything. And so we, we want to see people pursue that. I did want to mention, Evelyn, before I forget, um, about the training uh, venues that we talked about. It's kind of based on a verse in First Peter 3.15. Uh, it says, But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared mm. uh, and, or be ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. And so the trainings that we have that you can find information about it um, next week on our website at austincrew.com. Uh, we'll have the locations and, you know, a, a connection to sign up uh, if, if you're interested. Um, our, our hope is that this week um, that, that that training will help people to be prepared, uh, to be ready. The theme is be ready. Uh, be ready. And, uh, and so we're hoping that many people take advantage of that and, and use that because there is a tremendous need. Uh, out there you know I love this uh, helping the thinker believe you know if you you think about all these things and you know our world just gets smaller or bigger as you think you know uh, just the forest fires that we've experienced in the last three weeks these things are hard to explain to somebody that doesn't know the reality of God's love and protection and fulfillment and so when when we think about it helping the thinker believe and then the believer think because mm-hmm. you can't just get in a, a road of spiritual laws mm-hmm. and live within the law. You live within the power that comes through the through that rope of hope that we have. So mm-hmm. and that's Jesus. Yeah. That's Jesus. Yeah. How do people get to really know Jesus? Yeah. There's a great uh there's a painting uh, of the Return of the Prodigal Son by Rembrandt, and it's in the Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg that I had the opportunity to visit a number of times. And it's a really powerful painting of the son who rebelled against his father and yet comes to a point where he's like, I need to go back, I'm desperate. And he's expecting condemnation and judgment from the father, but the father hugs him and holds him and throws a big party for him. And and I think for the you know somebody who uh, doesn't yet know Jesus... I think that picture and that story from Luke 15 about the prodigal son is a great picture of who God is. I think people sometimes they have incredible misconceptions about God, and and but when you read that story, that that's one of the best pictures of who God is. That He's a God who is loving, who's forgiving, and is seeking uh, for the return of the people that He's created, who maybe have rebelled against Him and thought they could do it on their own. He's waiting for them to return 
with open arms and he runs to that person and embraces them and, and offers forgiveness and obviously uh, eternal life. And once he forgives us, it's done. You don't have to worry about it anymore mm-hmm. because that's all you got to do is ask for his forgiveness. Yeah, that's where the, you know, you mentioned about looking for peace. You know, I think everybody has this heart's desire to, to experience deep peace and deep love, mm-hmm. and that can be found in a relationship uh, with, with Christ. And how you establish that that uh, relationship is a very simple process, A, B, C. You come to acknowledge that you're lost, that you're sinful, and that the Lord Jesus had paid the price for you. You believe that he loves you and that he has a plan for your life, and see you commit yourself to him that he might begin to live in you in a way that the Holy Spirit could help you in making decisions and living your life, serving others, and most of all, I think, Brad, in being a good, happy person, knowing that, you know, God is in the business of saving us and restoring our faith when we even get in trouble. Well, we do want to thank you for joining us today, and uh, we just ask that you this week think about what it is that you believe that needs to be completely covered by what Jesus Christ came to tell you and what the Holy Spirit speaks in that regard today. So have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week for Love Talk.